painful thing is everyone's heard it except for me. Like, what if I like it? What if I want to rep the helium voice? Well, I'll just won't tell you next time. <laughs> cool. Should we start? Should we? How many people have we got here now? Five hundred and counting. Uh, we could probably start, and then um, people can join. We got um, an hour or so now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll go much higher. Than this. I assume a bunch of people are thinking it's the usual two thirty EST. But um, cool. Let's do this. Mystery Box Day. I'm Mystery Box excited. Day. <laughs> it's, it's mega, isn't it? This is the. This is the. This is the. I know we've said this before, but really, like everything we've done on the on the roadmap so far in season one has been awesome. But this is these are the two things that I think we were most excited about when when designing the world and the map because you know it gave us two things. One was an opportunity. Um, to really give back and reward those loyal players who've given so much to Creeps over season one. Number two was an opportunity to bring new players into the ecosystem. And I know we, we talked about this at length before and the importance of, you know, coming an inclusive game and ecosystem um, is, is really important because that allows us to um, not only to scale, but also to do this in a way which rewards people who, um, who, have been contributing and have gotten early. You know, Lumi is an amazing mechanic because, you know, the creeps and, and other items um, yield it. So, you know, this is, your, this is your cash cow producing the milk. And, you know, to find value for that milk is really important. So bringing new players in and getting, you know, allowing anyone to spin the mystery box and climb the rank using the, the, the milk from the cash cow Makes, this, makes the economy and the, and the ecosystem super fair and inclusive. So, you know, from these two points alone, I know we were really excited about this this moment, weren't we? Yeah, really excited. I think also there's a really decent amount of complexity here in terms of value generation. Like, you know, you're competing for what we think is an unbelievably awesome set of prizes. Um, someone said, that we, you know, the prizes are better than what McDonald's and Apple and, you know, these huge Web2 brands have ever done. And certainly, a cycle a lot better than any uh, Web3 brand has done. Um, so we're super pumped about that. Um, but you're also mining for these shards, which gives you free mint or Illumi mint for the interdimensionals, um, which is super exciting for holders. Um, and then finally, you are getting points. And these points are basically another form of in-game currency where, where you're going to be building your own unique interdimensional lizard. This is super unique. Um, you know, not many brands do this. Um, you know, you're going to be able to cash in your points and, and, and fight for the, for the coolest and, and different, you know, rarest um, traits um, and, and design your forever lizard uh, or your forever evil lizard, I should say. So this oh, is super- Super fun. Um, cool. So we um we should jump straight into questions because I know I know the um, AMA questions have been filling up. It's probably a great way to to start, and we can um, run through any points. Just just for everyone who's joining now, um, just a quick reminder: if you haven't seen the Overlord's announcement, you'll know that the 
Um, and if you've been living under a rock, <laughs> you, may, you may have heard that the mystery box leaderboard and also the temple are going live today at 14.30 EST. Um, but this will be running through the mechanics behind it, how it works, how you climb the leaderboard, the unbelievable prizes you get from winning that. Um, as you guys know, there's, there's multiple rank lounges. A lounge is a, is a group of lizards, if you Google that. Um, and one person per rank lounge will, will win an unbelievable prize. And you, you can see them, plus some of the gameplay mechanics and how it works in the Overlord's announcement. There's a guide in there, a substack of, of everything. Um, but yeah, let's, let's jump into questions. Um, there is a, a lot of questions here. I'm going to stop bringing a few people up and, and let's do it. I just also want to start off by shouting out um, <laughs> Naturo Charizard. Apparently, he was doing a sort of community-hosted spaces last night, and he fell asleep and was snoring on it. And that is big lizard energy. Like you said, he's hosting spaces even when he's sleeping. That's the kind of value you guys should be giving to this community. Don't stop, creeps. I love it. Don't sleep on creeps, I guess. <laughs> um, doesn't work in that instance, but you can sleep on creeps and still, still kill it. Um, cool, guys. If, if anyone wants to join um, the stage and ask a question, um, I see quite a few hands already, but feel free to ask questions. Feel free to put your hand up, um, and we'll bring you up one by one. Cool. Zeg, let's do it. Zeg, if you're there, um, we have requested you to join. Give it a second. Yeah, also, guys, the format for this AMA, I think what we'll do is we'll bring some people up. So there's this kind of conversational AMA to start with. And then the and at the end, we'll basically just run through the AMA question channel and just kind of like rocket fire through all of them to get you loads of information. Um, so you get a mix of both worlds. Let's change that up. Uh, Nate G. Nate, welcome. What's good, guys? Nate G pushing C. <laughs> yes, dude. I love it. Big energy. Big lizard energy. Yes, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely ready. I've just got a question. Um, in the sub stack, it says every week the artifacts and points will change. So you have to keep alert as the lucky artifact and shard will not be around after this. Can you just clarify what that means? Yeah, for sure. So there's, there's 30 artifacts in total, so 10 every week. So the artifacts that you're collecting this week will change um, once the week is over. Each artifact has a different points associated to it. So some, some give you a positive point, some, some negative and remove points, um, and others... Um, such as such as the shard um, don't give you points. So every week, the art the ten artifacts in the mystery box will change, the image will change, uh, the points will change, um, and the positioning in the array as well. So um, it it just means that um, every week uh, there'll be something new and exciting to to hit from the mystery box. Okay, sweet. That answers that. I um I knew that they were changing each week. I just I just thought maybe um, they'll going forever, and we have to keep like a close eye on them or something like that. Maybe I just read it wrong. Yeah, it, 
I think the important piece here is, you know, you want to collect a shard from every week. So if you collect all three shards, one per week, you can then unlock the interdimensional portal. So make sure that in the spins that you get, you, you, um, pull, a, you pull a shard. Um, you'll see that on the leaderboard against your name. Um, so you know that you've got a shard that week, 100%. And you'll also see that item in your dashboard. You'll see the shard there. You'll see how many you've got. Um, and then each week you want to collect one. Okay, sweet. Got ya. Um, that's it from me. I'm just fucking looking forward to this shit and I can't wait. It's, uh, what's the time? Four, 10 past 4 a.m. So I'm not going to fucking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I love this energy. If there was a leaderboard based on pure energy, you'd definitely be ranking top right now, dude. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you know why? You know why, boys? Because I'm pushing motherfucking C all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let I'll let I'll bring I'll let I'll let Thanks. Cheers, dude. Bye. See you later. Yeah. Bye, bye. Love it. That's, that's some big boots to fill. Whoever joins next. Here we go. Grainy Tony. Welcome. <coughs> Rainy, I think you've got the push to speak. Discord. Yo. <laughs> there we go. You hey, boys, man, big, uh, big shoes to fill, man. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, hey, I just had a quick question. Uh, super fucking stoked on this uh, today on the mystery boxes. Uh, just the one question. I don't know if it's been answered or, or been posted, but to confirm, there's an unlimited amount of spins that you can have, correct? On the three box? Correct. There's an unlimited amount of spins. So you can spin to your heart's content. That's, that's, that's incredible. And then one last question. Um, it, and I guess maybe this is just for me, but like, I guess the incentive part of uh, what what would be the incentive to play the the mystery boxes today as opposed to just waiting until the third week when the raffle prizes are kind of coming to an end uh to try and climb the leaderboards by uh sacrificing Lumi uh to the overlord <laughs> yeah you yeah, i guess there's a couple of reasons you know reason one is you need to mine each week to get the shards from that week so if you miss if you miss the shards from week 1 you know, you've missed out on interdimensionals in terms of Lumi Mint. Um, so, you know, that's, I think, a huge incentive. It's a really, really cool drop. It's the first proper generative art drop that we've done since the OG creeps. Um, so you're going to want to get your hands on it. Um, and the second reason is because the mystery box will change every week. So the things within it will change and you'll get different things. Um, and so you don't really want to miss out on that. Um, plus it's just super fun. Um, and you're, you know, you're racing other people, you know, people might get some crazy head starts. Um, and then all, and all then in all, yeah. <laughs> there may be, and the overlord is watching. So there may be, um, invasion prisoners, um, given out throughout the, throughout the, um, weeks. So, um, you don't want to yeah. miss that as well. 
No, I, I'm not going to miss it. Just wanted to make sure, you know, people knew that there definitely is huge incentive to, to start doing it now. So, yeah, man, uh, super fucking stoked. Let's keep pushing the C, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you're totally right. There, there is incentive. You really need to be doing it. If you wait until the last week or you wait until the end, you've missed out the entire game. You're going to miss out on loads of alpha and cool, cool perks. Um, this is a three-week fun process. So get involved from tonight. Right. Who's next? So, Joe, how are you doing this? Are you just bringing up people rounding from, from the stage or are you referencing the AMA questions? There is definitely method to my madness. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a bit of both. Um, yeah, I'm checking the AMA channel right now. Questions that have, been, that have got high likes. I'm, I'm then pulling people up. Lollipopsaurus, great name. Yo, yo, welcome, guys. Oh, I'm so excited! Oh my god, I'm on stage. All right, I I love the idea of the lizard rat Tesla, the lizard rat Harley. How can I get a lizard rat for my Honda CRV? I need that. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get a design done for the Tesla wrap, and I don't know if this is possible. I feel like it must be. I'm, we can probably open source the wrap design, so you guys can go wrap your cars to your, to your heart's content. Um, that would be, be fun. sick. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, you get get your sexy Honda wrapped up with a. Oh with yeah. Yeah, I'll have my baby on board placard in the back. I want to get a little creeps head for the baby, you know? That'd be amazing, right? <laughs> real real yeah. dad mode shit going on here, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be awesome. Cool. That's all I had. Just me, man. Thank you. Cool. Brilliant. Thanks, dude. Here we go. Get someone else up. Russ. Here we go. Welcome, dude. I know. It looks like looks like Discord doesn't like him. I don't know if you have the push to speak button on your phone. Hey guys, can you hear me now? Yeah. How's it going? Everything good. Um, yeah, just wanted to ask if the probability of getting a shard is like 10%. So like for all the 10 items, is it like one, yeah, like 10%. Yep, correct. There's a one in 10 chance um, of getting a shard. Um, yeah. Okay, perfect. No, that's all, that's all I wanted to know. Super excited for it. Cool. And actually, I've seen a couple of questions in the, in the AMA channel just now about how do you get shards. They are in the mystery box. Um, so, you know, you've got points, you've got items that are, or artifacts, sorry, that give you extra points, artifacts that take away points, and you get shards in the mystery box. Um, and like this, this chap asked, 
you know, there's a 10% chance, a one in 10 chance of getting a shot. Okay, nice. And yeah, and to, if you have like all the three shots, um, do you need to pay extra Lumi to end to like open the portal or this will happen automatically? Yeah. Um, uh, we actually don't have a decision on that yet. It's not going to be an impactful one, but probably most likely you'll have to pay Lumi. Um, but it won't be like a crazy amount of Lumi, but it'll be a reasonable amount of Lumi. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's all I wanted to know. Thank you so much, guys. Cool, thank you. Bye-bye. Um, and I see another question in the, AMA, in the AMA channel. Is there benefit of collecting more than one shard? Yes, there is benefit to collect more than one shard. Um, obviously, if you collect one shard from each planet, you get your interdimensional lizards, which is dope. Um, but if you get more shards, um, they will be cashed in as special points so that you'll be able to get special traits um, for your interdimensional lizards. Because basically what's going to happen is all the points that you get from the mystery box or from burning Lumi um, will be used as currency essentially to buy traits um, on our interdimensional portal marketplace uh, to create your unique lizard. And shards will basically give you access to a special bunch of traits if you get extra ones. So that's the benefit of getting more. Super important point, that. Um, definitely. Prince Harry, great name again, dot Liz. Prince Harry, if you're out there. Uh, here we go, Prince Harry, welcome. Hey guys, what's up? Hey dude, welcome. How you doing? Oh man, awesome, eh? Um, yeah, first of all, just amazing, amazing project. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, just amazing experience up till now. Uh, looking forward to this next stage. Uh, just quite a quick question. Um, I just wanted to know, the in terms of the crystals each week, you said you can collect more than one. So if you collect three or four, then you'll use the additional ones for the rarity traits in, in creating your Genesis interdimensional lizard. So I just wanted to know more deep. Is there more detail on you know exactly um, what well, one crystal be used per tray, or how does that exactly work? Yeah, you know, it'll, it'll just be that um, certain special traits will be unlocked and will cost X number of shards. Um, you know, typically that'll be one shards, or might be two shards, that sort of thing. Does that answer the question? Appreciate it. Cool. Brilliant. Thank you. Cool. Let's bring someone else up. Um, who have we got? Tongan. Tongan. Welcome, dude. Hey, can you guys hear me? 
Here we go, you loud and clear. Let's fucking go. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm so excited for the mystery boxes today. This is going to be dope. Um, I got a question about the shards, though. Um, so, you know, we're going to need the shards for the inter- interdimensional lizards, the villains, right? Um, are are we going to be Dude, limited? Just before the question. Oh, hello? You may Can need you? to press the button on your phone. Hello, hello? Hey. Oh, I, can, hey. I can hear you, Tommy. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Joe, I don't, I don't know about... I can actually hear everything you said. It might have been on your end. Oh, really? Am I dropped? Okay, fine. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Hogan, keep going. We're loving it. Oh, you're, you're good, you're good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was wondering if um, we're going to be limited to the amount of the villains we can mint... Because, you know, I, I want to get quite a few, and I'm going to be trying to roll for a lot of shards. Um, so are we only going to be able to get, like, one per wallet? Or how, how's that going to work out? Work when we mint the, the villains? Yeah, cool. So um, if you get the shards from each week, you will be afforded a two-cap interdimensional lizards, which means you'll be able to design two interdimensional lizards. Um, if you... Um, you know, to be decided if you pay the Lumi for it. But essentially, yes, um, you have two international lizards that you can create. Okay, so so as long as we get enough shards for the minimum to get those two, then we use any other extra shards to change their appearance based on those, like, the, the traits you were talking about before, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you get the shards, you get two international lizards you can create, you then use all the points you've um, accumulated to uh, buy certain traits. And then with any extra shards, you get access to special traits. I hope that's clear. Maybe it's not. Uh, I think it'll be more clear once we get to that point. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh, but no, that, that, that sounds good then. All right. Uh, I think that's it for me. Thanks, guys. Cool. Nice. We'll write a post that is specifically on the interdimensional lizards, the points, the shards, that kind of stuff. Um, I guess there's more confusion in this area than, than we thought. Um, so we'll make it really, really clear. We'll get it on paper. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, dude. End on a popcorn? I, I feel like we've got to end on a popcorn here. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Let's go. And I'll hit you with the uh, I'll hit you with the mission past. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right, I'm stepping down. See you guys later. Is it uh, CPU? Hello. Hey, dude. Oh, man. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Was you. Okay, okay, my bad. All right, so, yeah, thank you for having me up. Uh, so, I got a question about the shards. It looks, there's different, it looks like there's different types of shards, right? The amulet, sacred sneakers, is that right? Yeah, so, um, shards are like crystals, and each week there will be uh, different kind of crystal, the amulet and the sneaker and that kind of stuff. Those are artifacts, um, uh-huh. uh, and there'll be different ones of those every week as well. So 
every week there will be nine new artifacts and one new shard. Uh, the artifacts okay. give you points or take away points. Um, and the shard, obviously, we know what the shard does now. It, it unlocks the interdimensional portal. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, didn't understand that. And then, so the artifacts have nothing to do with what traits that you would be able to mint with your evil lizard? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, they, they do indirectly because um, you are, like, fighting to get on the leaderboard, right? Um, with points. And so, you know, depending on what artifacts you get, you get more points, you get less points, and you collect, you know, let's say you have 62 points, you know, you're somewhere on the leaderboard. At the end of the three weeks, you will be taking those 62 points and you'll be spending them to create your interdimensional lizards. So you'll be buying certain traits with your points. So there's like oh. two... So there's like two utilities in one. You know, the points get you on the leaderboard, and where you are on the leaderboard gets you the prizes, but the points also will, um, you know, act in the, in the interdimensional lizard creation process. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, thank you, guys. Love all you lizards. Take care. Cool, lots of love. Pickle Rick. <laughs> Guys, just, just a quick one. If you want to come up on stage, I know I've seen a lot of questions in the AMA channels and, and it doesn't always correlate to who's got their hands up. If you want to come up on stage, just at me in the AMA questions and I'll get you up on stage just so I know um, which ones to answer without you guys on stage and which one of you guys want to come up. So it's the easiest way, just at me, Sharkbait. Uh, Pickle Rick. You joining us, dude? Let's bring up someone else in the time being. Diego Mez. Hello. Yo, welcome. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? You know, end up every single AMA that you guys have done. I'm a little bit off <laughs> Welcome, welcome to the stage. You should leave now, right? Yeah, <laughs> thank you, man. The beginning since the invasion passed, right? And a friend of mine told me, hey, this would be good to get into a shout out to uh, It's Toasty. But basically, I wanted to know, um, like, I didn't know what the project was going to be about or how the game would be, so I only bought one. Now I'm sitting on one Genesis creeps with a couple of armories, a vault, and a mega. My question is, you know, compared to the other players who have a lot more invested in, and rightfully so, they should be getting more because they're more invested into the project. How do we make the game a little bit fair where we can get something of an output from our investment for the people who are on the lower end of their investment? Like, for example, a guy like me who's only generating 3,900 or what, 4,500 Lumi per day, I get to make maybe two spins in a day, right? Um, but compared to someone else who gets a lot more, they're obviously allowed, allowed to do a lot more. How is it something that where I can monetize or take something out of it where it can give me some a sort of profit? Like, you know, most people, they have obviously better chances of um, selling off some of their assets if they needed to. Um, I guess my question is just how do the smaller players benefit as well? Yeah, so we try to design the leaderboard and the prize 
mechanic in a way where it's pretty even. Like obviously the Tesla, you know, the top prize is is better than the bottom prize. Um, but all the prizes are pretty damn cool. And so, you know, I guess in, in vain of what you said, it's probably fair that people have spent, you know, some people have spent literally like, uh, I'm not even kidding, like 400, 500 ETH on, on creeps. And like, you know, I guess they should be rewarded for that input um, with better prizes. But, you know, it, it, the, it, the prizes at the bottom are really cool. Um, and if we hope that's designed it to be fair. Um, like, um, and, and the final thing is, you know, we've modeled how many creeps people have on average. And we've tried to, we basically designed it in a way that most people will have a good chance of getting the shards. Um, if we see that a lot of people don't get shards, we're obviously going to look after little guys and figure out a way to make it easier for them. Um, you know, whether or not that's in the mystery box or through some other mechanic. Um, but, you know, um, I, I don't know how long you've been holding for, but, you know, from day one, we've always looked after little guys and we will always continue to do that. We will yeah, always see, like, and to be honest, Dom and you guys, like, you, both of you guys or the entire team has done such an amazing job of keeping the ecosystem very healthy, meaning uh, a player on the lower end does have some sort of an opportunity as well, and that's why I'm still existing, <laughs> or elsewhere else in in some of the other games, you just sell and you just leave, right? Uh, this constant, um, uh, this the, the constant mech- mechanisms that you guys are creating for, uh, like, you know, spending Lumi are great. I just have been seeing activity in the past couple of, uh, in the past week or so when there's quiet time is that a lot of people who have a lot of Ethereum in their pocket, they are able to obviously buy more external Lumi. And that external Lumi can now be spent within game rather than on top of what they're generating already, right? So my question was just to kind of see how can we create or if you guys have already, literally you guys have thought about everything, especially the mystery box, if you, what's the point of not uh, spending today and spending four days later or five days later and you answer the question i was like wow brilliant you guys really think about everything so my question was uh, like that you just have addressed is just uh, continue to maybe develop or find ways where the guys who just have one uh, creep and a couple of farmers and stuff like that that they're they are able to find benefit in their investments as well yeah and again i'm not taking anything away from people who have invested 400 ETH because if they've put that much investment in, it's only right for, for them to get that type of return as well. Yeah. But getting the smaller guys as well. Yeah. So I guess, you know, just thinking about now, you know, I think, I don't know how, at least the school that I went to, um, uh, you know, when we had, well, football, but soccer, uh, we're put into teams, you know, you had the A team and the B team and the C team and the D team, right? Depending on, on your input. And I think the way to think about this is, you know, small guys, you're not competing with the big guys. You know, the big guys will be competing against each other because they'll be competing to get into the top 50 or the top 100, right? Yeah. And the smaller guys will be competing to get into the, you know, the bottom segments and getting those prizes. And so really there isn't actually competition between the big and, and the small. Um, and then even with the, you know, that's for getting the prizes. And when it comes to getting points, that you can spend on instrumental lizards. Um, you know, again, you won't be competing with the big guys. You'll be competing with the people in your segment. And so I think it keeps it fair in that regard. Um, and I guess the other second point is, you know, you have short-term value and you have long-term value. So, you know, if we call the next three weeks short-term value, uh, or actually, the, you know, the previous four weeks is, you know, the big guys could obviously get mint more reptile armory 
Um, uh, but they had their own challenge because of increasing costs. And the smaller guys, you know, they can mint less. But, you know, the input and output matched up. And the same will happen in the next three weeks um, in terms of short term. You know, big guys will get more, little guys will get less. But, you know, it, it's all fair distribution based on input output. But you're all going through exactly the same long-term value. So these are all micro, these are micro games in the kind of 10-month journey that, you know, BAYC has had to get to their current floor. And we're all going to win together in the long term. And there's going to be constant value delivered. You know, I think it's no secret um, that Creeps uh, as, a, as a project has delivered an insane amount of value to holders in the past week and we're going to continue doing that and so if you look at the kind of the longer term six month horizon long you know year horizon two years horizon you're going to continue getting tons and tons of value um even with your single creep uh, and your single reptile army or whatever you have um, and your floor price will increase uh, accordingly as well and we're all going to have a big old fun party when we get to that point Looking forward to it. One last question, if you guys don't mind me asking. Um, in your roadmap, you had mentioned that uh, we are going to get a billboard or go through an advertising campaign in, in Times Square or New York City and whatnot. Um, are, are the plans being laid out for that? Because I know for advertising, because I'm, I'm a marketing exec, you usually need to get a little bit of um, time. Like, you know, you need to plan ahead for them to start working out these deals and start procuring places and, and which billboards are going to put your uh, like you know, campaign on. What is the plan for that, and how far away are we from that? Of where that massive marketing push? Yeah, for sure. It's a really great question, and I think um, I'm not saying that you're saying this. I'm just referencing what some some rhetoric I've seen in the general sometimes. Is you know when marketing, when billboard, and unlike you know not so unlike like every other company on the planet, you know we look at um, input output. Um, conversion rates, um, that sort of thing. You know, it's not a matter of just putting a billboard up anywhere um, at any time. It's about putting it in the right places yeah. to hit the right audiences at the exactly. right time, measuring conversion. I mean, you're a marketing director. You understand this better than myself. Um, and so certainly that is what we're doing the whole time. You know, we, we are in talks with great marketers. Um, you know, we've, we've done marketing for previous companies we've built and worked for. So, yeah, we are in talks with, you know, various agents um, and uh, various kind of organizations about that sort of thing. You know, I think there's been a big rush in the past week about getting a Super Bowl ad. You know, in our minds, we're like, mm, you know, 30 seconds of an ad, like way before the Super Bowl. And it's like, it's an audience that's not necessarily an NFT audience. You know, we're worried about the conversion rate there. You know, could that 50k be spent in a much better higher converting way um you know we've we've actually had this with um we, we get celebrities hit us up the whole time right you know these are big like sports stars or actors or whatever they're like you know if, if you pay me if you give me a creep um uh i'll i'll do a post by you i mean you know our first reaction is well can you just give us a hint on who the celebrity is or because that's, that's actually quite nice to know that there's that much hype around it. That's not just from the normal, like, you know, just the regular folks, but, you know, you have a lot of celebrities who have input in this as well. And I think that gives, if you can, like, you know, give us some sort of insight into who has passed or which celebrities are in, interested or invested, that could give the community a big boost as well, by the way. 
Yeah, it's good. I, you know, I guess that's a good. Yeah, you could maybe raise the point. You know, it gives, it gives confidence. Um, uh, I, I don't feel comfortable sharing names now because I don't know how people feel about their privacy or confidentiality. Um, that they've like come and asked for money. Um, yeah. But but let me, let me go back to the, to the board and, and get some names and maybe ask for permission. Um, yeah. But you know, the, the point is on that. You know, if we get, you've seen you've seen other uh, NFT brands do that sometimes. Yeah. And they'll give it to like a random soccer player, and it does not convert anyone at all. And the reason for that is this random soccer player who happens to have five hundred thousand followers. None of those five hundred thousand followers, followers give a flying crap about NFTs or understand what it is, and they don't understand the technical hurdles to get there. And so, you know, from whether it's you know finding people, individual people to push the future brand, or it's putting billboards out there, or it's doing big activations, mm-hmm. we're really measuring conversion rates in the right, right time and right place to do it. Um, and I think also, you know, a part a part of it is um, um, kind of product marketing, essentially. You know, mm-hmm. if so, within the within the NFT world, you know, it's no secret that Creeps has made a massive name for itself, and it's it's got a lot of buzz and talk. And the reason for that is because we're pushing out crazy amounts of products, and we're doing things very differently. We're being very unique, and so you know, that's another way we're thinking about marketing. It's like, yeah, how can we build products and do activations in a way that gets buzz going and talk within people who would actually be liquid and invest? Um, and you know, the volumes across the entire Creeps collections has been massive as a result and it's been you know so yeah i mean that's a very long-winded way and i can talk about this hours and hours and hours but we are we are thinking about doing stuff in the right way as i would say um like i said i got an alpha on this when the invasion passes were around 0.1 ethereum um it's nice. the one who actually told me that look this is a unicorn project go into it and i did and here i am and i'm really happy thank you guys for your time and everything that you guys are doing you are you seem really intelligent and know, uh, like you know how to handle the shit. So we just hope that it can going right. Awesome, and um, you seem to know your stuff on marketing. So if you know if you have ideas and uh, you know three fields, I would actually love to. Um, if you are open to DM, I would love to message you. Actually, that's exactly what I was like to want to talk about. But um, yeah. if you're open to it, I'll, I'll DM you sometimes. Yeah, so brilliant. You know, you know, like I guess this is I get the, the sort of background stuff that some of the holders can't see. Um, yeah. You know, we often talk, you know, this is a decentralized product. And so using the hive mind of the holders is really important. So, you know, this week we had this amazing call with some creeps holders who understand the Chinese market unbelievably well. You know, I don't understand the Chinese market. They gave great insight. Um, they've been unbelievably helpful. I mean, like if they're here, big shout out to you guys because you're freaking awesome. And so, you know, we are strategically working into how to work into these other markets. Yeah. You know, we did a big push in the Indian market um, yeah. and we had help on that. That went really well. We've now got quite a lot of Indian holders. Um, so, yeah, anyone who's got ideas, special networks, whatever it might be, reach out because it's super helpful. Perfect. I Thank you so much, guys. So, again, you guys have been doing an amazing job. And I'll be into meeting you sometimes with some ideas. Awesome, thank dude. You. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for tagging me in AMA questions. Let me run through these as well. Uh, Gimbal Lock, let's bring you up. Some great questions. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, loud and clear. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Super excited about today. Uh, Can't wait to start spinning. Just had a quick question about um, onboarding new users, and I'm really happy you guys are thinking of bringing uh, more players into the ecosystem. 
I was wondering, say I'm Johnny McLizard, and I really like creeps. Sorry, I was climbing up the stairs. Uh, and I buy a Genesis, a couple RAs, but it's already the second week of the game. So he's already behind, and there's no way of catching up yet. So I was wondering if you guys have thought of a uh, mechanic when new users come in a little late. Maybe they can mine the youth planets at a premium or something like that, like 2x or 3x. Oh, sorry. Um, I actually, <laughs> can you repeat that? Sure, sure, sure. Sorry. So I was wondering, no worries, man. Uh, maybe it was just too confusing, but no, no, let's say I'm a new player. It, it crackled and my, my phone was jumping in and out. Oh, no worries. So let's say I'm a new player, uh, but I join and I really like creeps. But I join a little late, so they join on the second week of this game where we're mining for shards. So they are, they're already kind of screwed because they can't go to the first week to mine those shards, right? Get, yes. Get the shards from the first planet. I was wondering if there was any sort of catch mechanic you could implement where, okay, we allow them to go to mine the, the shards from the first planet at a premium just to give them a chance to catch up. Uh, I guess my fear is that, hey, a new player likes creeps, but they found out about it a little late. So they feel like, ah, it's too late. I'm not going to join because I can't get the first planet. Yeah, you're totally right. And it's something we're thinking about um, that from next week, so the second planet, we have some kind of way of allowing new players, new holders who come into the game to catch up in some sort of way. You know, the, the advantage of, of blockchain is that we can call, um, we can we can call their wallets and see when they joined and 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 give them, um, you know, like you said, uh, another path that helps them helps them catch up with the game. Uh, so news, yeah. So info on that will will be published before the uh, next planet. Okay, that's pretty sweet. Thanks, guys. Thanks for all your work, and uh, I'm excited to roll today. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, so great question. Let's get some more people up. We've got some great questions in here. Da, da, da. Here we go. We've got King. King, welcome. Hey, dude. You're on mute if you're talking. Hey King, if you're if you're trying to talk, you you need to unmute yourself. I don't know if it's pressing a button on on your phone or um at the moment we can't hear you. Yeah, I think you've got the mute mute button on. Hopefully the hopefully the poor guy hasn't been talking. Not realised. <laughs> I've done that before many times. <laughs> All right. Well, while he figures it out, um, I thought I would add another like because uh, I was just reading the chat, and if someone asks, you know, what push in the Indian market? 
I just want to give a bit more insight into what happens behind the scenes. You know, you have external marketing campaigns, you know, stuff you can see, whether that's a big billboard somewhere or whatever it might be. Um, also, what we've realized is that in NFTs, it's a highly concentrated network game. And, you know, the founder to potential customer sales is a really important channel. You know, I think getting new holders into creeps isn't dissimilar to founders of a Web2 company fundraising. And so they're getting on calls with the right people in the right network, and they're trying to convince them of the long-term value, the roadmap, you know, what we do as a team. And so when I talk about, you know, we're doing these network-based push, pushes in certain markets, you know, yes, I'm talking about external stuff sometimes, um, but actually often, and we spend a lot of our days um, on video calls with prospective holders or people that um, have concentrated networks of holders who can buy in, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think we do that to an extent. I don't think any other NFT team really does. I don't think even aware of it, but we do a lot of network-based sales, um, just jumping on video calls, you know, many, many times every single day, t- talking people through the tech stack, that, you know, why we, why we're a good long-term play, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so not all, but, you know, a, a lot of good big holders here and, and, and um, uh, long-term holders have, have come from that route. And I think, you know, as a result, uh, we've got this really high, you know, 97.5% stake because uh, we've, you know, we, we've, we've done the groundwork. Uh, we've gone into video calls. Um, we've put in the, the grind and the effort to, to make people believe and to understand what Creeps is about. Um, so I hope that answers any questions in, in the general chat about, you know, what those pushes are. Michael Rick. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. Love you guys. Crushing the game. Uh, so, yeah, some questions. Uh, is there going to be a – what's the limit going to be for minting society lizards? The, so, the minute – the cap for the interdimensionals is two per um, holder based on the shards that you collect. So, that's the current cap. Obviously, we are we are a few weeks away, and the, and the main thing for us is making sure that you know we create a fair minting experience, and also we we have you know an opportunity to bring new entrants into the ecosystem. So obviously, we'll be continue to review review this, um, but as it stands right now, it's it's two per holder based on getting the shards. Cool, love all that. Thank you. Uh, can you tell us how many NFTs will be randomly dropped, like the Kaiju Kings and the whatever? So? We have no idea. I mean, the Overlords totally secret on this um i guess that's why it's the mystery box right love it um can you expand on the 10 to 25 percent bribes uh what is that dependent on yeah so as you guys know that the you know the creeps ecosystem works on um being um balanced you know that's how that's how the mechanic works so you you know we need a certain amount of lumi um, to be yielded, certain amounts to be spent, certain amounts to be and to be circulated and collected as bribes. You know, we have multiple players. We have we have the creeps um, and armory and, and vaults yielding. We have the the obviously the vaults fluctuating based on the bribes collected, and we have the megas k- taking the percentage of the bribe. So for us, it's really important to make sure that there's enough circulation so that all players in the ecosystem benefit. So the 10 to 20 percent bribes are based on 
every time you spend at the mystery box, a percentage of that will come, instead of getting burnt, will be distributed to the mega pool. Um, so this is, again, another motion of, of circulating Lumi supply around the economy. Um, obviously, in that case, it benefits mega holders. It also benefits vault holders because their fluctuating, fluctuating percentage goes up. Um, so this is this is super important because it's it's um, uh, throughout the mystery box mint and there's and and um, uh, also during the Lumi burn. So so there's <laughs> there's quite a few um, mechanics like that happening over the next few weeks, um, and um, that means that a lot of Lumi will be circulating around the around the system, um, and those who have the right players in the right places will benefit from that. Glorious. Uh, last question: Will the ID lizards uh, yield Lumi? No, they won't. We've, we've, as we've said, we've, we've already released all yielding um, NFTs. So they will, not, they will not yield. The stealing might be just like a, a take from people in burn or something like that. Stealing, the stealing, the stealing. Super important. Um, we want to, I, I know I've seen quite a few questions on this. We want to share more on, on how this mechanic works and how we're thinking about this, this game evolving. You know, we're not, a, we're not a single season. We're not a one hit wonder here. Um, you know, Multiple seasons means that, you know, um, there's definitely lots of opportunity for multiple characters to have utility throughout the game. And how we transition from season one to season two is super important. And then what does that mean for the characters that you got in season one and how do they play a role in season two? So um, these are the things that we're working on finalizing. And as we we promised, you know, updated um, how to play um, and a roadmap on, on, on how season two will work. And that will include the mechanics around around stealing and also um, how how the interdimensional um, mint experience will work because it's going to be totally new, unique and novel and, and actually I don't think anyone in the NFT industry has done it before so um, it's going to be super exciting. Excellent. And uh, I was wondering, <clears throat> would you mind if I took twenty seconds? I kind of want to while I have this platform talk to people about the that maximizing the vault potential. Uh, Go for it, dude. So, uh, everyone, uh, the best way to do this vault is if we work together and all claim our mega bribes at the same time to lower the bribe pool and then claim our vaults to set that number low. Um, so, well, what I would recommend today at 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern, when we get our mega bribes, uh, everyone claim your vault so you can realize your gains, and then everyone claim your megas to get the bribe pool as low as possible, and then everyone claim your vault again to set it low. Uh, are, you, are you secretly the overlord? No, no baby. <laughs> I love it. Sounds that. like you've got, you've got a, a plan on your on your hands. Um, yes, sir. Super fun. Thanks. Thanks for joining. By the way, a wicked question. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you guys so much. Cheers. Um, Izzadi, let's get Izzadi up. Oh, yeah, baby. It's Mystery Box Day. What's up, boys? <laughs> doing good. How you doing? I'm just feeling the vibe. We got a double shot of espresso in my system. Waking it up. You know, just got a few questions about this Mystery Box. And I'm sure you do too, guys out there listening. And uh, we want to know, man, Win Box. No, we know Win Box. No, no, actually, um, thank you to Shark Bay yesterday. You came through on um, uh, Shmoney's Twitter space and answered a ton of questions. So I feel like I'm all caught up. Um, there are questions that we want to know. 
uh, that, that you guys don't want to answer, I think, is always like, it sounds like we got a pretty big answer today in terms of uh, how many interdimensional lizards we'll be able to get per wallet, regardless of uh, um, shards. Now, if we have the three shards, that, that lets us get automatically the ability to mint two interdimensionals. Yep, that's correct. Uh, and if we have, you know, let's say I'm just the luckiest shard puller in the game and I get 10 sets of shards, what is the secret mystery item? Yeah, so as you guys know, during the interdimensional mint, um, there's a process of being able to upgrade or, or select certain items for your interdimensional creep. So the... Um, the points that you collect on the leaderboard will be used in exchange for certain items. Um, and obviously certain items will, will cost more points um, based on based on maybe rarity or based on based on aesthetics. You know, we're, we're really going to town on, on, on what you're going to see and, and experience here. And then as part of that, there'll be there'll be certain things that you can use your shards on. So it's another um, layer of experience that will that will mean that what you collect during the next few weeks um will be super valuable when when that mint comes so in terms of exactly what that is i don't want to give away too much of the fun we'll start drip teasing some of the exciting traits and and things that you'll be able to use during that mint over the next few weeks and um that will become a lot clearer in terms of what the shards are used for and then what the points are used for Okay, awesome. Uh, in in the coming weeks, or do you think like this week? Because it's always you know a, a calculation. I think that people we talked about this before on the spaces. You know, trying to get as much information as we can in advance for this marathon mint, letting us know how hard we want to go on on pulling. And so again, there, there's a duality uh, of how to play the game. And I and I really really love that you guys do take care of the little guy. I am in the Mega Bank Discord right now, and they are pinging the shit out of me. They have some whale questions, um, and so for those of them who you know want to know, I can buy a lot of Lumi, or I have a lot of Lumi, and I could spend this box and outside of leaderboard prizes, which I think will be an interesting play uh, amongst uh, people with lots of Lumi. Um, you know, they they do want to know, hopefully before the end of week one what those shards do so they can decide how many they want to try to, to win, right? And so, um, you know, just, I don't know if that's so much of a, a question, but just a, a request that we could try to find out before the end of week one, if, if it's possible in your game. Yeah. I mean, in short, these are the, these will be super rare items. So um, you're going to want to collect those items and you're going to want to use your shards on them. So um, that's, the, that's the kind of <laughs> the short answer. Um, and like I said, we'll start drip feeding. You know, I think the most important thing um, from our side, obviously, is making sure, you know, um, the, the art is 10x and 100x every time. And, and um, obviously, Ian's now in the deep in the lizard lair um, creating these awesome experiences. So, so we will definitely start sharing them as and when Ian, you know, being a true art, artist and, and a craftsman, um, is comfortable with sharing them, but yeah, you're right. Um, getting, we'll, we'll start to tease things, but in short, you'll definitely want definitely want these these um, these items. Um, thank you, by the way. Shout out to Ian. Uh, I got a question about megas. It's a two part question. Uh, first is, um, is the percentage that goes in the mystery box that's getting paid out to megas 
Uh, people want clarification on that. Uh, would you mind explaining that? Sorry, you don't mind asking that again, do you? My, my thing broke up. Oh, yeah, no worries. So there's a mega-related mega question. People want to know um, how, how the percentage of money in Lumi that's spent on the mystery box, excuse me, Lumi, what percentage of that goes to the mega shapeshifters as a bribe? Yeah, um, I believe that's 15% um, of all um, spent Lumi on the mystery box. Um, now, just to be clear on that front, that's not 15% on top of what you spend. That comes out of the amount that's going to be burnt. Nice. So, Megas are going to get, they're going to have a good three weeks. We told you we look after Megas. Awesome. Um, they also wanted clarification, and I and I think I know the answer to this, Shark Baby. You did a great job of explaining it. But for anyone who wasn't hanging out in our space, um, on the disciple ranks, and the point bonuses for the leaderboards, is that just your disciple rank is weekly added onto your leaderboard times the amount of megas you have and each of their ranks specifically of the total? Yeah, so as you guys know, you know, the, the, the mega utility, um, you know, like we've said, you've got the disciple ranks and you also have the character ranks, uh, the characters ranks themselves. So at different points, we're gonna, we're gonna use different um, Parts of that utility, you know, the, the bribe collection is based on the character. The um, leaderboard is based on the disciple ranks you've got, um, and then going forward, there'll be different case, use cases for it. So, um, you know, to, to this to answer your question, yep, it's it's based on the points that you have on the disciple rank, and that's just weekly. And also to clarify, in this case, and I know there's a lot of cases that we're going to use megas, um, the Trump mega versus the Paris Mega or Banks Mega, there's no difference in rarity. It's just even across the board for everyone. If you have a disciple rank, that'll be added to your weekly leader, leaderboard points. Is that, and there's no multiple based on rarity, right? That's correct. Okay, awesome. Um, and now here's a, here's a whale, whale question from Crucial. He wants to know, why is it that um, we are going to be limited to two um, two interdimensionals per wallet when you know this makes us have the discussion about playing from four wallets, ten wallets, twenty wallets? Because there is a way around it, and we know how to do it. You know, why not not make us do that and? you know, create a caveat for us to get more interdimensionals just in our main wallet. Yeah, look, it's, it's a really important point. You know, I think, um, <laughs> you know, ultimately at the end of the day, we want to make sure that this, this, the mint is as fair as possible. Um, as you guys know, throughout the economy, there is, there's certain things, which I guess you could cl uh, class as good friction, <laughs> where, you know, if you, are removing certain things from the ecosystem. There are certain, you know, uh, penalties for that, or bribes you, you have to pay. Um, so moving things around becomes um, more challenging, um, and then accessing that leaderboard and climbing the points as well becomes more difficult when when it's distributed. You know, the main thing for us is making sure that you know everyone who who plays and collects the shards has an opportunity to access the, that drop, um, and also we can access we can get new players in. Um, you know, if you uncapped it. You, you know, you you would create a you could you know hypothetically create an an, unba an unbalanced minting minting experience, 
And for us, making sure that, you know, at least enough people who play the game, who collect the shards, have an opportunity to mint, whilst keeping the supply of them um, fairly constrained. You know, I think there's, there's multiple variables and dynamics at play when, when releasing a new NFT, as you guys know. Um, and, and, you know, for us, when, when modeling this, um, you know, we really indexed on, instead of um, breadth of, of numbers, we indexed on depth of experience. And that depth is, you know, by using the points that you get um, to upgrade um, and design your, your, um, your NFT. So really, you know, okay, fine, you could spread across, but then you're not going to have the points that you'll need to create, a, create an awesome interdimensional. So um, really we're, we're, we're indexing on, you know, the value that you, you can bring from those points to the, to the two interdimensionals you can, you can mint. Um, so th so that, that for us is really important. If, do we know yet how if we don't, because uh, we know a certain sect of them are going to be available for mint in other communities, do we know yet or have insight yet into how those are going to be available uh, to those other communities or, or perhaps a better word is to say public sale or, or how that's going to roll out for the interdimensionals that are outside of our ecosystem of how we're earning them? Yeah, I mean, so, so I guess, how, how will we mint them in Lumi, et cetera? And how will public sale or collaboration sale mint them? And just kind of like some some foresight into that process. Yeah, 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 it's super important. I mean, look, we, we've always talked about, you know, reducing barriers of entry here. You know, that's how we get new people in. That's how we that was how we expand the, the ecosystem. And that's how we, we benefit existing holders. So you know, we're working through this with, with certain partners at the moment, you know, we, we have an amazing network as, as a project um, of, of other projects who share our values, who are, who are really keen on, on, you know, supporting this activation. Um, so we're working through that with them at the moment in terms of, you know, what is the least um, friction experience for their holders? Um, because ultimately that's net beneficial for us. So we'll share some more mechanics on, on how we see this working. You know, I think... Um, the important thing here is, you know, uh, the, the existing holders will, will um, follow the, the shards and Lumi path, um, unlocking the portal and designing. You know, we want to make sure that new holders and new entrants have just as fun an experience. So there's, there's, there's multiple factors at play, you know, experience, friction, um, new entrants. You know, someone who's been here from day one understands what Creeps is about and understands, you know, just why you're collecting Lumi, what the Lumi is used for all the different ways you can use Lumi um, and, and really kind of understands the lore and the mechanics behind the, behind the game and ecosystem, you know, trying to replicate that depth of, <clears throat> depth of knowledge is really important for us um, because that's how, you, that's how you truly understand the nuance and experience. So um, we're working through the mechanics of that and we'll share more on, on how we see that mint process happening. Thank you so much, bro. There's a leaderboard question um, for people who win. Uh, at the end of three weeks, and they're super excited to win. They're wondering, once they've won, is that prize that they've won represented as perhaps an NFT, or will they have the option that they could buy, sell, or trade, or will they have the option to tag out from the prize for ETH and or Lumi rather than accepting the Tesla 3, right? Uh, yeah, and so that, that was a question that is floating around. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we understand that, like, you know, I had someone in my DMs being like, I love the Tesla, but I, <laughs> I'm 16, I can't drive. Um, and that's, that's super important because, you know, we understand that not everyone, you know, will be able to um, make the best use of the, of the prizes. They are redeemable NFTs, and we'll also release the, the, the sort of cash value of them 
close to the time. Um, you know, the main thing is making sure that whoever wins has the most fucking awesome experience. So, you know, we will make, we'll make it our mission to make sure that person who wins it, um, really feels that the joy and excitement of winning a mega prize. So, you know, whatever that looks like, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Awesome. I think, I think it'd be super cool if it wasn't NFT so that like, you know, maybe it's redeemable or maybe it's um, even sellable to somebody who really would want that prize or that experience of like, you know, maybe the person 16, they can't go to a wild Vegas party or to a, you know, a great <laughs> drinking with you boys in New York, but somebody else would really love that and could easily sell it, sell it to them or redeem it back with you. Kind of like an option there would be probably yeah, pretty exactly. cool. Yeah, exactly. So they are, they are tradable NFTs. Um, you know, if anyone wins the Vegas one and, and, um, doesn't want to go. I'm definitely up for partying with with Azadi in Vegas for two days. Yeah. By the way, if you win the Vegas one and you don't hit me up, then what's good? Um, <laughs> well, maybe you guys should tag me and I can help curate that one for sure. Um, but uh, let's see. Um, the question that we got answered yesterday, and I'll just get confirmation uh, again. Thank you, Sharkbait, for answering a lot of these questions yesterday in our Twitter space. Was can you go negative from pulling the box? since, um, you know, there are negative spends and you could just be unlucky. And Shark Whitehead said no, and he likened that to, you know, just not wanting anyone to feel bad or any type of school bully mentality. So just, just getting tr confirmation for those who weren't there yesterday uh, that, you know, you can't go negative on the leaderboard. No one wants negative points, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can't go negative. The lowest, the lowest thing goes, it's back down to zero. Okay, awesome. So there you guys go. Let's see how we have done more work. Uh, I'm going to pass that one. Does a spin from the mystery box burn Lumi? So what happens to the Lumi every time we spend the mystery box? So we know 15% gets kicked out the megas. Where's the other 85% going? Burns. 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 We like that. We like this. Spin the box. Spin the box. Um... Can a new user slingshot ahead from the mystery box, making it more appealing for people without creeps to try and spin, grab, Lumi, and move forward in the game from a pick-up-and-go perspective? Sorry, say that again. Um, so <laughs> they're basically saying, can a new user, it's, like, it's day one, you, you just stumbled into the creeps discord, you don't know what's going on, would they have the ability to potentially slingshot ahead, uh, you know, from a pick up and go perspective, I guess looking, I guess what this would mean is looking forward to season two or getting into interdimensionals, you know, from, from, I just started today and, you know, I feel intimidated or I'm, I'm, I'm outpriced or whatever the case is. Right. And by, by getting lucky on this mystery box or, focusing, you know, buying maybe Lumi on, on ERC-20 and depositing it in my account and, and really doing well, would, would that give me, a, you know, the ability to kind of play some catch up here? Yeah. Obviously, you know, we've spoken about this in the past, how we've got this tension between keeping Genesis creeps really valuable. We're bringing more players into the game through other means. Um, and uh, so it's something we think about a lot. And so there's two answers to that question. Answer one is yes, we're designing the planets in a way that new holders can play catch up. And so you'll see that from next week's planet. Um, and the second thing is, you know, interdimensionals um, is partly minted in Lumi uh, for holders, but it's also partly going to be an 
um, a mint for non-holders outside the ecosystem. And so um, we're always going to try and bring more players in, get them to catch up, get them to understand what's happening, onboard them, on-ramp them into season two so they're highly engaged and highly excited. Um, and so they can spread more excitement and bring more joy and value to the ecosystem. Um, this question is for Dom because we don't think you'll answer it, uh, Sharkbait. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically from the community, that I can't help it. Uh, how many interdimensional lizards will there be, and what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the the reason we're not answering this now, but we will be peppering information about it over the next few weeks, is because interdimensional lizards are um, important to season two. And so we're going to start dropping hints as to what that is and what, you know, what the world, because none of you guys really know what season two is at all. Um, and so uh, it's all going to be this fun discovery process that you may discover in certain ways along the journey of Mining Planet. Super exciting. Uh, tons of speculation. We were talking about it in our Twitter space. You know, we're spending six, eight, 12 hours um, you know, going over these questions and going over game theory and going over what could you two possibly be up to with the Overlord. And I remember, you know, pre-Mint, you guys talking about how, you know, that conspiracy of the game was going to come to life. And, you know, we're in the middle of it right now. I mean, we're sitting around speculating on what the Overlord's going to do, what's going to happen, what will happen if that happens, what will that happen if that happens, and then that happens, but what if that happens? And there's just so much of that conversation, and it's just amazing to see your guys' vision come to life in that way because we quite literally spend all day trying to game theory, you know, what's going to happen. And we also wonder how often you guys are listening from fake Twitter accounts. <laughs> Ooh. We have a lot of spy birds. We have a lot of spy birds. Yeah. You know, I think, I'm glad you're having that feeling. You know, we think a lot of companies and NFTs haven't like figured out what they are, who they are. Like, are you an art company? Are you just an investment vehicle? You know, um, are you a game? And I think it creeps. We've always thought that we're um, an entertainment and experiences company. And so what part of entertainment is this whole speculation game? You know, it's theatrical. You don't know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. Um, you've got clues here and there. So we hope, you know, you feel, you're feeling that entertainment side. Um, and then certainly from season two onwards, we'll move more into experiences. Um, I guess actually from season one is experiences. You know, we've got these amazing prizes, which a lot of them are sort of, well, not all of them. Yeah, most of them are in real life experiences. And, you know, we'll, we'll move into big group experiences and that kind of thing. So entertainment and experiences, that's what Creeps is always going to be about. The Loveless collab, we know that everything's ready to go from yesterday. And we know that we are waiting on an artist touch uh, before you drop um, the one-of-one one custom. Uh, well, okay, sorry, two different things. So people are wondering, wanting to know when Loveless collab and also when one-of-one one shapeshifter drop. And we know from yesterday that the plan for that is Wednesday uh, and that you guys are super happy with the art, but um, our, our fearless artist is doing his thing as an artist, right? He's being fearless. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah um, on, on that, um, we will confirm um, very shortly. Um, we're, we're aiming for Wednesday for the for the one on one. We'll confirm on that. Um, the Loveless piece um, is in line with Loveless's mint. 
So a, um, we're the third collection um, with them. And um, that is, as their story evolves, we will play a part in that evolution. So um, I can't say exactly because then I give the game away of when Loveless number one is. And um, I don't know how much I, Alpha I can sh- I'm allowed to share on that. I think Von Doom would probably kill me. Um, so let me come back to you on exactly when the Loveless piece is. But um, yeah, we're, the, we're their third um, collection with them um, as their story evolves. Um, I, I, I want to address this because it seems to be, I feel like I know the answer, but maybe, you know, there's, there's people that need to hear the answer to this, uh, cause they feel like it, you know, it's kind of like, a similar to the vault drop. And so just maybe, can you speak a little bit about the public mint outside the ecosystem and why, um, you're, you're, you're doing it? Cause it seems to be a concern of some of the community who maybe haven't been here or haven't heard you talk about it before. And so if I can give you an opportunity to just explain, you know, your outreach program there. I know you're not telling us how it's going down 100%, but maybe some thought process into how it expands the brand or, or why you believe it's good for the ecosystem. And I'm, I guess I'm referring to interdimensional lizards. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, you know, it, it's super important for us to, to recognize that, like, you know, whilst we are um, – so tight as a community ultimately you know the way these the way the you know a community or, or any economy survives is by having you know new ideas new players new contributors to, to the network you know we we as as a you know as a brand of where we are we're, we're still so early you know we can't expect to always be this size you know we've gone from a, a small town to a small city and we can't expect to constantly be a small city we've got to you know We've got to, it's our duty actually almost as, as um, contributors to the NFT space and also as builders right now um, to onboard new people, whether it's existing NFT um, investors or, or, or new entrants um, into the space and, and into creeps. Because, you know, we, we have ambitions to be a global brand and, you know, being a global brand isn't, isn't taking an isolated approach to, to, to scale. It's about being inclusive. It's about opening ourselves up to, you know, new people, new ideas. It's about finding value for, for the, um, the utility that you guys have um, already, whether it's for the Lumi or whether it's for the, for the um, NFTs that you've got. You know, that's our role as, as builders and as contributors to, to the ecosystem. So, you know, we, we um, as you guys know, throughout season one, we have done a serious amount of drops to um, the internal ecosystem for Genesis holders. Um, and, and now we believe it's important to start to, you know, bring new people in. We're, we're coming into season two. This doesn't mean forgetting about Genesis. This doesn't mean forgetting about existing holders. If, if anything, this is doubling down on the value that you guys hold already. This is our um, contribution back to you in a lot of ways because it increases the value of what you guys hold um, by having new eyes, new entrants, new ideas, new perceptions of value of what you hold. So, you know, that for us is, is really important. You know, I would, I'm happily <laughs> to challenge anyone who thinks otherwise because, you know, most, and then, uh, you know, uh, we, we've spent a long time researching a lot of brands in this space, a lot of PTE games, and the majority of them die for two reasons. Either it's inflation or, or it's isolation. Like, you know, we, we're going deep on deflationary mechanics, as you guys know, and as, as you can see here. Um, and we need to be hyper um, aware and conscious of, of, of isolation. Um, so bringing new people in, um, expanding the ecosystem, 
you know, we're, we're, we're becoming a global brand and we've got to, we've got to act like that. And we've got to, you know, bring, um, you know, all, all the components that make a, you know, from a small city to a, to a medium sized city to a large city, um, come to life. So, um, we're really excited about it. And I think, you know, so from certainly from speaking to a lot of holders in here, I know you guys are as well. Um, this is how creeps wins. This is how we as a, as a network and as a community win, um, by, by bringing new people on, by benefiting from those network effects, um, and by spreading ourselves to every corner of the internet and beyond. Um, so it's a super exciting start to that, um, to that expansion. I can only imagine the potential offers and collabs that you guys are getting. It has to be coming from everywhere. So super exciting. <laughs> quite, a you few, know. quite a few, yeah. Um, a question from uh, the audience. Uh, will the NFT surprise drops be kind of just surprised in the mystery box pools. Like you guys have the ability to just kind of add it random and sprinkle things throughout. They could just kind of randomly like, Oh, there I was trying to get a shard and Holy crap. I got a Kaiju. The um, random drops will not be pulled out of the mystery box. So the mystery box, um, as we talked about, we'll have the, the 30 artifacts, 10 a week. Um, the random will be based on, on ranking on the leaderboards. Um, and it'll be randomly allocated on that. So that's more of just like you guys spinning your own interdimensional wheel. Uh, the overlord will be spinning a chain, verifiable, provable, um, <laughs> metaphorical wheel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, will the interdimensionals be able to build out their own armory, allowing players to yield Lumi off buying armory and vaults, etc.? So in the way that um, Genesis, you need one in order to use it, is that perhaps, you know, how they're going to be stealing Lumi for us? Maybe they're not actually digging into our wallets, but they're digging into our supply of, uh, you know, bonus yielding items. Ooh. <laughs> I love the imagination. Um, there's lots more to come on this point. Um, and <laughs> I hate to give too, too much of the game away in mechanics. You know, like Dom said, these, these um, interdimensionals are really important for season two. So, and um, we'll be sharing a lot more on how season two works, how you guys benefit from that, why you need an interdimensional, what that gives you, why you want to upgrade them, why you want to collect points to get certain items. You know, we gave a hint to them in the um, sub stack. You've read that and got right to the bottom. And um, we will be sharing a lot more on, on how that mechanic works, surely. Um, so season one question, when rain goes to loon, as always, a repetitive question. And uh, when 3D uh, creeps? 3D creeps, um, as Dom said, is, is important for season two. So it'll okay. be, um, yeah. And, and the first question was what, sorry? Uh, when when saloon? Saloon. <laughs> That's a really, uh, yeah. I mean, Saloon um, is coming before the end of season two. So um, you've got to assume it's in the next Se couple of weeks. Oh, season um, one. The end of season one, sorry, yeah. Um, so, you know, we're working our way around the map, as you can tell. So it would be a shame to miss the Saloon to get to the, the dimensional portal. So let's assume it's coming very shortly. We talked about this yesterday. Uh, exciting. Can't wait to get up in there and uh, toss it down. And also hope that there's um, some some more benefits. Uh, hopefully the, the Shapeshifter Megas are kind of our, our, our game dealers in there and either taking the house rake or uh, taking the, some of the house fees, right? 
But um, we talked about this yesterday a little bit. Uh, when it comes time to mint our interdimensionals and we have these points and we're able to buy these cool traits, right? Um, naturally, there's going to be the example of like 25 rubber ducky heads, right? And so is it going to be this mad dash or is it perhaps your place on the leaderboard gets you priority minting on items in some sort of fashion? You know, how would the more rare items up for grabs uh, if there are going to be rare items up for grabs, be then dispersed amongst, you know, people who have earned their points and want to, you know, dress their lizard up. All will be revealed. All you guys need to focus on is getting your points, burn that Lumi, get the mystery box, have a dope time. You'll get your points and you'll figure out how it's important. But it is important. He's like, stop asking me these, these questions and spin the box. I'm excited to spin the box. And, you know, one of the things I'll be looking at, guys, is like, you know, definitely for me, whether I think I can hit that top three spot, because I definitely don't have a one-of-one one gen creep and would be super stoked to have one. <laughs> uh, and so I'll be I'll be doing some calculating and some watching and, you know, figuring out if I'll be able, because there are definitely bigger yielders than myself out there, and there's nothing stopping anyone from just buying Lumi and sacrificing or spinning the box, right? So... It'll be definitely an interesting game, um, uh, you know, mechanics. But um, I, I feel like I've been able to ask a ton of questions, and I know that you guys, I keep getting tagged with more and more questions. But uh, I'm going to you know, let other people have a chance to come up and, and ask the questions. You know what I mean? Uh, and thank you guys for bringing me up as always. And thank you, the community, for always trusting me to ask your questions. Uh, I feel like I have all answers to a lot of these questions already. So, um, you know, to Sharkbait's point, you know, I am excited about the box today. It is kind of like groundbreaking and different. So I'm going to be focused on minting with you guys. I know that some people were talking about getting a Twitch streams going. So if anyone has a Twitch stream, I'd love to come on there and open up boxes. Or if anybody's doing that, feel free to reach out to me. And I want to see you guys open your boxes, et cetera. Um, so, you know. All love, guys, and uh, thanks, thanks as always for putting together a great project. Awesome. Thanks so much, Azadi. And, yeah, you got the good questions out. I think you've answered a lot of questions for people. Um, appreciate you as always. Yeah, sweet. Cool. Um, we slightly overran there. Um, I know we have still quite a few questions. Um, feel free to, to DM us or, or at us in chat. Um, actually, probably better DM or use use a help ticket, suggestion ticket, because chat is a little like a little crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, to to wrap things up, you know, this is super exciting. This is, you know, I don't know, if, like if you haven't studied the prizes that you get from this, I would definitely recommend it. You know, a creeps wrap Tesla is just fucking insane. You know, I we when creating these, we we really, you know, just wanted to create something that creates memories for people. It was it was all these special moments that. You know, people will look back on, um, hopefully in, in, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years and go, wow, you know, we, we survived season one at Creeps <laughs> and we won some amazing prizes. And those who don't win the prizes, you will then take those points and use them to build the most insane interdimensional lizard. You know, this is a really, really fun um, multi-quest experience that, you know, in classic Creeps style, is totally over the top. So I'm super excited. I know Dom's super excited and the rest of the team are. Um, 
1430 EST today, it kicks off. This runs for three weeks. So it's an ongoing thing. You don't have to rush. I mean, gas is looking super low right now. So it is a great time to go and burn and, and, and spin the mystery box. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a really fun, um, sort of not finale per se to season one, but we're, we're, you know, we're in the second half now. There's definitely a lot more to come, but you, you're going to want to collect those points. You want to get on the leaderboard. You want those points because there's a lot more to come with them. Any final words, Dom? Yeah, I just think it's fucking exciting. We've got three weeks. It's going to be high energy, high intensity. Um, you've got all to play for. You've got your points into dimensionals. You've got your shards to unlock the interdimensionals. You've got these mind-blowing prizes to win. You're going to have random NFTs sprinkled into winners as the weeks go on. Um, there's so much fun to be had here. Um, you know, people are already discussing, you know, the strategies with the vaults and the megas and the megas are going to start yielding tons of stuff. Like it's the whole, you know, this is it. This is the second half of the of season one and the focus on the PTE. So let's get it. This is going to be great fun. Awesome stuff. Cool guys. Well, 1430 EST, everything will open. Start spinning the box, get on the leaderboard. If you haven't already, check the Overlord channel. There's a guide in there on how everything works. Super straightforward, as always. Um, we'll be around. Have fun. Enjoy. And climb that leaderboard. Uh, the floor invasion part... Just, sorry. The floor actually creeps past is, um, is basically just another invasion pass in that it holds the same utility. Um, that, you know, it, it claimed your genesis and it also um, uh, got you, it, it will get you your 3D creeps if you pair it with the genesis creep. Um, for original minters of it, um, there was a Lumi perk to it as well. Um, um, and then the difference between the floor X pass and the floor beta token, um, the floor X pass is a as good as basically an invasion pass it's a creeps thing it's a it's a branded collaboration the floor beta token is essentially a token to access their the beta version of their app before the public release yeah i think that's what i understood as well but i was glad i'm glad for you to confirm that for me thank you yeah no worries um and um you know like we said you know we created the partnership with floor and we're 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 working with them to integrate creeps into the into the app and, and get you guys all access. Awesome, guys! Thank you so much, and please let someone else come up because um, that's what, that's basically what I have to say. Is thank you, man, and I'm cool. impressed. Yeah, really. Good day. Cheers, dude. Should we take a last question? Yeah. Oh wow, it's been an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm grateful. Of, there's 500 people here. 500 lizards. Um, so who do we have here? Wow, we still have a hell of a lot of questions. We will be doing a lot more AMAs, guys, as well. Um, in the run-up to the game, we intend to do them um, at least you know, one more or two more before the game launch. Um, and we'll also be sub, um, substituting the, the times between AMAs with, with um, invasion guides. So you can, you can read up on that. And when we do do the AMAs, we'll run through them as well. So there's yeah. a lot more of that stuff to come as well. Yeah, it's, it's also important to note that, you know, before game launch, we're head down, um, building tech, 
and testing it, making sure everything's there's no exploitations, it's all going to work well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Figuring out the front end um, to look beautiful. Um, but you know, once that's launched, it eases up a bit of pressure, um, and so we will be doing more founders AMAs. We'll be more present in the Discord, um, chatting away, and posting memes <laughs> or gambling. Or, or, or gambling and you know. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good. Dom, Shark Bait, you guys hey, are good. Thank you so much. Um, my question was about the Lumi token. So, like, I understand that you basically you use the Lumi to get the reptilian army and the or the armory and the shapeshifters. But is there any utility like besides just buying the future drops for Lumi? Yeah, Lumi is a really um, important part of our ecosystem. You know, we're a DeFi brand at a core. So, you know, we started by designing a DeFi ecosystem and, and the coin which which um, pieces every single um, every single part of the ecosystem together is the Lumi is the Lumi token. So, you know, the, the collectibles piece, which is the um, NFTs that you guys have right now and the, and the game that we will we'll be launching on Saturday you know, is an amazing on-ramp into the world of the, the Creeps DeFi ecosystem. So, you know, you'll be staking your Creeps and you'll be yielding Lumi in that sense. And you, yes, to your point, you'll be, you know, using that to upgrade and, and you know, whether it's, whether it's to, to sacrifice all these other things that we have planned for the, for the season one game. But as we said, you know, an economy doesn't just work for one type of player. An economy works for, for everyone. So we've designed this in a way that, you know, if you even if you're not a game PTE game um, community member, you will have other ways which you can use Lumi. So Lumi will be used to access pretty much everything. You know, if you look down our roadmap right now, you see you'll see cross creeps breeding, which is you know partner breeding with partner projects, and we'll we'll release more on who they are soon. But they're pretty fucking awesome, and they'll be using Lumi token. You see the, the invasion of Earth announcement from New York Times Square. Well, you have Lumi perks and Lumi um, activations there. Same with the space launch. So all of these things will, will require you to have Lumi um, to be a part of that or to maximize your experience. So you, you, if you have a Genesis Creeps, you'll still be a part of that. But if you want, if you want to maximize that experience, and, and we'll get to um, define more on what that looks like for you guys, you'll want Lumi. Um, and there's, there's other things that, that we're looking at in terms of, as Dom mentioned earlier, around like, you know, where does the creeps go in, in terms of, you know, the metaverse and, you know, merchandise and all these other things, which, you know, we as a team are working really hard behind the scenes to, to bring to life. And, you know, the way, the reason why we can do all of this stuff and, and you know, a lot of it and, and drive so much um, awesome value and an amazing experiences is because we can use this Lumi token um, as a single point of, of entry for, for everyone. So, you know, Lumi, Lumi's value in the game is is just a tiny part of what the long-term goal for Lumi is. You know, it will give you guys awesome opportunities to get free NFTs in-game. You know, that's pretty much unheard of. I don't know of any other brand um, doing that. And, and um <laughs> There's probably a good reason why, because, you know, no one does stuff for free in this, in this space. And like, you know, we, we focus more on creating value for you guys than, than for purely the project. So, you know, that, that's a small part of the long-term um, vision for Lumi. Um, and just, you know, if you look down a roadmap, 
for those of you who are new to the community and haven't been on the site, it's creeps.co. I would just recommend going and spending a bit of time on that. If you have any questions, ping one of the, the mods or ask other people in the community or us directly, you know, and just, just imagine the role Lumi plays in all of that. So to your question, yes, absolutely. Lumi has a lot of long-term utility. You know, acquiring new NFTs in the game is, is a small part of that. It is a really fun part of that. And it's, you know, it's a piece which you guys will get free NFTs and, and increase your yield. But, you know, long-term thinking here is that Lumi becomes a really powerful um, coin and, and to the website's point, the most powerful coin in the metaverse. Thank you so much. So uh, also just another quick question. Is, is staking the only way to get Lumi or at least so far? Staking is the only way to get Lumi so far, correct. So those of you guys with Genesis Creeps, you guys will be the, the Lumi yielders here. You'll be generating Lumi. It is an ERC-20. So by definition, you can trade it. But by design, it's an in-game token. Great. Thank you so much. Nipple gang. <laughs> Nipple gang. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for those questions. Um, cool. Let's should we wrap up there? And I appreciate everyone's um, being with us now for an hour and a half. Should we let's let's just recap, guys. So, as you guys know, and for those of you who who um, have just joined us, this Saturday, fourteen thirty EST, the staking game starts. So your your Genesis creeps, those beautiful lizards that I see in front of us, a, a whole sea of creeps. I'm just scrolling down it now. Will be staked in the invasion contract ready to invade Earth, you'll be yielding Lumi, and you'll be using those Lumi for all the adventures that we've just discussed. So this Saturday, 14.30, get your armies ready. Once they're, once they're staked, they'll be off the market. So if you do have your eye on a, on a, on a lizard or a certain, um, certain colored nipple, <laughs> um, make sure you guys go for that before the game starts because they'll, they will not be, not be available for you guys. So... Um, super exciting, 14.30 on Saturday, the Invasion game starts, and we'll be hosting more AMAs up until that, guys, as well. Any final words from your side? You're so dumb. Yeah, just just thank you so much. It, it has been almost an hour and 40 minutes um, that you guys have stayed around and listened. Um, it's uh, very grateful for you, for you guys doing that, and, and keep up the good work. Uh, you guys are killing it. You're building this rocket ship creeps mania is all down to you guys so um we wake up every morning thankful thank, thankful for you guys being in here awesome stuff get ready for the invasion guys get ready for yeah. the invasion <laughs> it's invasion time <laughs> see you later thanks guys have Bye. a great day